Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast with me, your host, Pandora Paloma, a visibility and business mastery coach bringing a unique fusion of strategy meets spirituality to visionary entrepreneurs across the globe. With 20 plus years of communications experience and five years running my own online business, I help women in the online space and creative industries get seen and scale to their next level. This has looked like tripling their income in a year, getting fully booked in six months, sold out programs and executing five figure launches. Personally, I run my own multi six figure business. And in this podcast, I give you a behind the scenes of how I do this, my life and my method. If you're a visionary entrepreneur, mover and shaker, and you're ready to meet more of your magnetism, welcome to my world. Hello and welcome to the last ever episode of the Magnetic Woman podcast for 2023. It is a vibe. I'm so excited about what next year is going to bring for us all. And so before I switch on today's episode, I am really excited to announce that we have my Expansion Accelerator Day Retreat in London on the 17th of January. So for those of you who are in the UK, those of you who are close to London and really want to get that in-person, in real life, in real time support in your business, there is nothing like being in a room with women who are playing the same game as you, then I am inviting you in. So you will walk away with a top line 2024 strategy and a detailed sales and marketing strategy based on what I see working in 2024. You will get an honest assessment of your social media, your messaging, and a really tailored assessment on your blind spots so that you can get better results and see the results that you want to see in 2024. And of course, you will get that energetic upgrade. The intention that I've set for the space is the portal for your potential to be met. And of course, you'll be treated like a queen. So if you are interested in joining me for the Expansion Accelerator Day Retreat in London, 17th of January, hit me up in the DMs on Instagram at PandoraPaloma underscore and let me know. Let's begin with the Soulful Success Codes episode. So I thought I would end this year with some of the beliefs that I have embodied over the last few years of being an entrepreneur, of building my own business, and just a little bit of insight into my own journey in, you know, creating these codes. By codes, to give you the context, I mean belief systems, like new beliefs that I have really deeply embodied that have helped me become who I am, you know, and and get to where I am today. It wasn't always that way. You know, I didn't have the greatest self-belief when I started my business and I, you know, I didn't believe a lot of the time that things were available to me. And over the last eight years, I've really nurtured my inner world in order to create some of the results I wanted to see and also, you know, the life that I wanted to experience. So let's just dive straight in. The first quote is, I don't make others wrong to make myself right. Eek. Yeah. Juicy one. I don't make others wrong to make myself right. I truly believe in the both and. Like the both and meaning many things can be true at one time and what feels true for me might not feel true for you, but two very opposing concepts or ideas or ideals can exist simultaneously. And this has been huge for me because I 
feel like for a lot of us, it's like, if I'm right, then I'm good. If I'm right, then, you know, I'm successful. If I'm right, then insert all of the things here. And the reality is like, I don't need to be right all the time. I'm often wrong a lot of the time, but I definitely don't need to project my stuff onto others to make me feel good about myself. And so I've really witnessed in like not trying to make others wrong in order to make myself right, how much I have dissolved the concept of separation. You know, I've been much more able to lead with love, knowing that I don't need to make other people wrong, even if I don't agree with how they think or how they're doing things in their life. I don't need to make them wrong. And as part of this, I think it's been a really beautiful way for me to just truly remember that everyone is on their divine path, you know, and if I don't agree with the way that someone is doing something, again, I don't need to make them wrong for it. They might find out that maybe they were wrong in their own way and I simply get to focus on myself and my own leadership, my own self-leadership, you know, my own behaviours and thoughts and feelings. And yeah, it's just dissolved a lot of ugh in my world. Which leads me to my second success code, soulful success code, which is I believe there is good in everyone. I truly, truly believe that there is good in everyone. And I really work to see the good in everyone, you know, and I've said this before, when you see the good in people, you get the good in people, you know, when you see the good in people, you tend to get the good in people. I've had so many situations this year where like I locked myself out of my house after my daughter and I'd gone for pizza And because I see the good in everyone and I just expect that people will, you know, support others when they're in need, I would do the same for someone else. Um, I remember like, you know, managing to get back in within 20 minutes because people around me had supported me, had just been there, you know, and I I truly believe that, you know, when we we see the good in people, we, we get the good in people. And sometimes it's such a powerful experience for someone to see you seeing the good in them. You know, I think a lot of us have grown up maybe with parents or peers or friends who can't bring themselves to see the good in us, you know, that want to make us wrong or, you know, don't want to see us in our highest. And so what a beautiful experience to see the good in people, you know, knowing that often that that gives them permission to be even more of, of their trueness, you know, their true nature, which is love. So the next one is I make everything matter knowing that both everything matters and nothing matters simultaneously. So hear me out on this one. I, I make everything matter. You know, I think that we bring intention or we get to bring intention to our lives. We get to bring intention to our businesses and our offers and the relationships that we want to create and form with, you know, our clients and our audiences. And I make every launch matter. I make every business decision matter but I also meet this with um equally nothing matters so when I don't get the launch result that I want or if a client who you know I've loved working with just ghosts me which you know real life has happened once in my life it's pretty horrific I'm like okay well I thought that that was something and it's not something so there we go I think there's a really beautiful space we get to go to where we live life as though everything matters, but with a leaning back that actually nothing matters and that there's always like a bigger, 
you know, a, a bigger meaning, a bigger lesson, a bigger something to the things that happen to us that, you know, that hurt us as humans, which they do because we are human. So I make everything matter knowing that everything matters and nothing matters all at once. Everything is simple is the next code. Everything is simple, aka I simplify everything. And I think this is one of the reasons why I am a good business coach. You know, a lot of the time my clients will be in a mess or a chaos or a many moving parts. And I'm like, okay, well, how do we make this simple? I actually believe that, you know, the most successful business owners lean into simplicity. Um, I think just by nature as humans, we, we, you know, we like things to be complicated and actually like how powerful can it be when we just like, okay, how can I simplify this? How can I bring simplicity to this? The next one is I don't think of sales as sales. So I used to find sales really bum clenchy, like, oh, should I be selling? Is it the right time? Will people buy my services? I'm sure, you know, we've all been there at some point. I hope this lands with you. But I don't think of sales as sales. I believe that, you know, when I'm I'm selling, like I've really anchored this code that I'm just not selling at all. I'm in, inviting people into my space, into my world, into my magic. You know, I sell to be more of me. Like every time that I get to work with another dreamboat client, like I'm meeting more of my potential, you know, I'm becoming more of me and living more of my dharma. So in choosing to live by this code, it's it's made sales and the process of sales feel so much more effortless. And of course, more sales as a result. So win-win. The next one is that I always create from a place of enoughness. Again, this has not always been an easy one for me, but really anchoring into my enoughness and knowing that I get to create from that space. Now, this is where I want to talk to you about kind of the way that I personally see imposter syndrome. It's not a syndrome. It is self-doubt. Yeah. And the way in which that if I'm ever feeling my not enoughness now, I get to question like, am I not feeling enough to teach this because I'm actually just not qualified to teach this? Or am I not feeling the enoughness because I've got self-doubt. And I think that this is something really important that we understand and discern. I genuinely do think we will feel imposter syndrome or a lack of self-belief if we are trying to teach or coach something that actually just really isn't the living embodiment. We aren't the living embodiment of it. You know, it's like me doing a course on Facebook ads. Well, of course, I know how to do with Facebook ads. And of course, I support my clients with that. But I am not in any way, shape or form, you know, someone who has years and years and years of experience in it. Like, it's just, that's just it, right? So I teach what I know. And then I continue to grow and evolve my knowledge and weave that into my work. But ultimately, you know, I really, really anchor into, you know, being the living embodiment of my work, which, you know, as you guys, if you've listened to me long enough, is that spirituality meets strategy piece with a big, big, big core focus on visibility and messaging. Because that's what I've done for like 20 plus years. You know, I've worked in digital marketing. I've worked as a storyteller. I am an author. You know, I know how to write. I know how to storytell. I know how to market myself. And of course, I teach others to do the same. So, 
there is something we get to lean into in that code of like, am I creating, how can I create from a place of enoughness? And if I'm not feeling enough, is it because I'm actually not qualified to teach this thing? Or, you know, am I able to, I just need to look and anchor in the evidence, knowing that I get to be my best version now, and that I'm also growing and evolving. And I think there is like the secret source, right? You know, it's like, can you allow yourself to teach what you know and teach it really well, coach it really well, knowing that, you know, in a year's time, you're going to know more. And it doesn't mean to say that what you're teaching now is irrelevant or wrong. It simply means that you are evolving and growing as a multidimensional human being. So the next one is every year is my best year. Every year is my best year. So this year, for example, is not our biggest cash received uh, revenue to date, but it has been my best year. And I look for evidence that this has been my best year, even in the years where I didn't see the results, in quotation marks, that I wanted. It's always your best year because it is. You are simply being you. You know, things change and evolve. Industries change. Business is not always about more, 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 more. You know, and when we are very intentional with how we want to live, how we want to do business, how we want to love, all of the things, it will always be your best year because that's what you've chosen. And even in the moments where you didn't choose it and you didn't see the thing that you wanted to see, can you trust that everything is fundamentally well and was always working out for you? Oh, I love it. I love that one so much. Every year is my best year. Okay, so the next is, I know I am powerful. I know you are powerful. I know the more I have, the more you have. There is no hierarchy in my world. I don't look up to anyone and think they have something that I don't. I simply put myself in rooms with people who I know that I can learn from. Yeah, my clients hire me because I simply have experience in things that they don't. I simply know how to do things that they don't. And I never see myself as above them and I never see them below me. And for the coaches that I invest in, in my world, there is no hierarchy. I'm choosing to be in your presence and to learn from you. And as part of this, I am always a student. I don't go into rooms and think, oh God, I'm not going to learn anything from this person. Because I know that there is always, always, always more to learn. So the next is, it's not my money or your money. It's our money. This is a recent code that I have been embodying and it has felt so good and has changed my relationship with money in a way that I just really didn't think was going to happen. I am simply a portal for money to flow in and out. It's not mine. It's not yours. It's ours. The more money I have, the more you have, the more money I have, the better I become, the better we become, the better the world becomes. Money allows me to be better because it gets to, it it allows me to be more of me. And in being more of me, I'm showing you how to be more of you. It's not mine. It's not yours. It's ours. And I am simply a portal for the energy of money to flow in and out. And with that, 
knowing that where I choose to spend my money has a beautiful, beautiful ripple effect on the change that we want to see in the world. So it's not my money, not your money, it's our money. And then the next one is all potentials exist for me right now. All potentials exist for me right now in this moment. Even if my mind can't get on board with it, which is why I kind of always teach the strategy and the financial planning in the way that I do, because nine times out of 10, when you get your mind on board, everything else can follow. Um, Even though that we know that the body leads, right? Certainly in business, I think it's really important that we get the mind on board because it's so much easier for us to lean forward, to move forward when the mind feels safe. So I hold the belief that all potentials exist for me because A, anything is possible and B, what is for me will not pass by me. And I hold myself, you know, even when I hold myself in my highest, I know that what is meant for me will be experienced by me, for me. So for the things that I really want that I don't get, it's like, well, then it's just not for me because all potential exists for me. All potentials exist for me in this moment. So if I'm not getting the thing that I want, you know, then maybe it's just not for me or is there something more I get to learn, I get to grow into, I get to dissolve in order to make that possible. So the next one is the more I accept my success, the better it is for the world. So this comes from me really tuning into like, why do I do what I do? It is not just for the money. It's not just for the impact. It's it's not just for the growth of my clients' results. Like all of these things are so important to me, you know, for who I am and what I stand for. But beyond that, it's changing history. Only 2% of all female-led businesses achieve a seven-figure annual revenue. 90% don't even make six figures. Imagine a world where women were hitting six figures and using the money that they make to create the world that they desire to see. You know, I do what I do for me. I do what I do for my clients. I do it for the world because we are changing history with that. And the more that I accept who I am, my ambition, my success, who I want to be in the world, the better it is for the world. Like I believe that the more regulated, conscious women we have in these roles, in leadership roles, as entrepreneurs, the better it is for the world because it's changing history. And then the last one is it's safe for me to be me. This is a big one. It's taken a whole load of inner work. Like I'm safe and I don't look for safety in my work. I think for a long time I looked for safety in my work. If I meet that financial figure, then I will be safe. Yeah. It's not. I'm telling you how it is. It, it's not. No amount of, of money will ever make you feel safe. In fact, having a lot more money than you're used to can be very triggering and can challenge a whole load of responsibilities in you that can make you feel unsafe. So personally, for me, it's always about looking at where can I look for safety in my life? Where can I look for safety in my relationships? Where can I look for safety in the relationship I have with myself by really trusting myself so that I can then be who I want to be in my business? My business really fills me up, but I do have to make decisions and often those can be big and scary. That's, you know, 
business by nature can be quite dysregulating. But I am able to make those big decisions. I am able to hold the amount of women I hold in my space. I'm able to lean into the scary stuff and the growth because I'm regulated. And when I'm not regulated, because I am human, I prioritize getting back into that regulated state. So when we can really tune into the code of like, it's safe for me to be me. It's safe for me to say that thing. It's safe for me to make that decision. It's safe for me to say yes to the things that maybe a lot of people are saying no to. But for me, it feels true. And I'm going to trust myself. So much in your world will flourish because, you know, the truth sounds a bit cheesy, but the truth sets you free. So there we have it. A series of different success codes, soulful success codes that I hope will inspire you as you finish your year and start the next. I am wishing you all such a beautiful, beautiful Christmas. I am wishing you the very best in 2024. And I am hoping that I get to work with so many more of you next year. If you have any questions, please do come and let me know. You can find me on the gram at Pandora Paloma underscore. And of course, if you have liked this episode and you tune in on the reg, please, please, please do rate and review, hit that subscribe button. And this way I can make sure, we can make sure that more and more people are getting this insight and inspiration to meet their next levels in their own lives and businesses. Thank you for tuning in. Have a beautiful rest of the day. 